it's June 16th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top story today, French President Emmanuel Macron, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, and Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi arrived in Kyiv this morning, visiting the Ukrainian capital for the first time since the beginning of Russia's invasion in a historic joint trip. The European leaders visited Erpen, the suburb northwest of Kyiv, where Russian invaders destroyed buildings and allegedly tortured and killed civilians during weeks of occupation before Ukrainian forces pushed them out. The visit comes ahead of a meeting where EU leaders will adjudicate Ukraine's application to become a candidate for EU membership and a NATO summit next week in Madrid. The U.S. announced it will send an additional $1 billion in military aid to Ukraine. The latest package, the U.S. said, includes anti-ship missile launchers, howitzers, and more rounds for the High Mobility Artillery Rocket Systems, or HIMARS, that U.S. forces are training Ukrainian troops on now. All are key weapon systems that Ukrainian leaders have urgently requested as they battle to stall Russia's slow but steady march to conquer the eastern Donbass region. The aid is the largest single tranche of weapons and equipment since the war began. President Biden said the U.S. will send $225 million more in humanitarian assistance to provide safe drinking water, medical supplies, food, health care, shelter, and money for families to buy essential items. Two U.S. veterans who volunteered to fight in Ukraine have gone missing, their families said yesterday. Alexander Druki and Andy Ty Nukwin both from Alabama, disappeared together when their platoon came under heavy fire on June 9th, leading all its members to fall back, except for the two of them, according to a statement sent by Mr. Drukey's family. The two men, if captured, would be the first Americans known to have become prisoners of war during the conflict. The State Department said on Wednesday that it was aware of unconfirmed reports of two U.S. citizens captured in Ukraine. Elsewhere, the World Health Organization's top official in Europe on Wednesday called for urgent action by the authorities and civic groups to control fast-rising cases of monkeypox that he said posed a real risk to public health. Europe has emerged as the epicenter of an outbreak of monkeypox with more than 1,500 cases identified in 25 European countries, which account for 85% of the global cases. The WHO will convene its emergency committee in Geneva next week to determine if the outbreak constitutes a public health emergency of international concern, which would constitute a formal declaration that calls for a coordinated response between countries. Russia's Gazprom announced a reduction in natural gas flows through a key European pipeline for the second day in a row on Wednesday, creating further energy turmoil for Europe as it tries to reduce its extensive use of Russian oil and natural gas amid the war in Ukraine. The state-owned energy giant said that deliveries through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline to Germany would be cut again today 
bringing the overall reduction through the undersea pipeline to 60%. The new cut came a day after Gazprom said it would reduce flows by 40% after Canadian sanctions over the war prevented German partner Siemens Energy from delivering overhauled equipment. It blamed the same issue for the additional reduction. Brazilian police say a suspect has confessed to burying the bodies of missing British journalist Dom Phillips and indigenous expert Bruno Pereira. Detective Eduardo Fontes said the man took investigators to a site where human remains were dug up. Brothers Amarildo and Oseni de Costa de Oliveira have been arrested in connection with the case, and it was the first suspect in the case, Amarildo, who had recounted in detail the crime and indicated the place where he buried the bodies. His brother denies any involvement. The Ethiopian government has formed a committee to negotiate with forces from the Tigray region, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed said in a televised speech to Parliament on Tuesday. The committee will be led by his deputy prime minister, and he is expected to submit a report outlining the details to Abiy within 10 to 15 days. Once the federal committee submits the report and the Tigrayan forces put forth their preconditions, an announcement will be made regarding peace talks between the two. Australia's energy minister has urged households in New South Wales, a state that includes the country's biggest city, Sydney, to switch off their lights in the face of an energy crisis. He says people should not use electricity for two hours every evening if they have a choice. In recent weeks, Australia has felt the impact of disruptions to coal supplies, outages at several coal-fired power plants, and soaring global energy prices. Three-quarters of the country's electricity is still generated using coal. In lighter news, it's the end of an era. Tech giant Microsoft on Wednesday stopped supporting the Internet Explorer web browser after nearly 27 years. The company has instead sought to push users to use its Microsoft Edge browser, which it launched in 2015. Internet Explorer was the most used web browser in the early 2000s, with a peak of 95% usage share by 2003 but its usage has declined with the launch of new solutions and its lack of compatibility with mobile operating systems like Android and iOS. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, Chris and I talked with Luke Schleusner, president of Out National Security, about LGBTQ plus issues in the field. Thanks to our new members and our longtime members for making these interviews possible. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into Deep State Radio later today to hear a conversation about the January 6th committee. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs> <laughs>